Hello and welcome back to the Happy Hippie Podcast. I am your host, Amanda McCormack. I am a registered yoga teacher, a certified personal trainer, and a certified nutrition coach. And I'm here to explore all the areas in life that contribute to bringing us greater happiness. So join me every week as we take deep dives into different wellness topics, methods, products, and even talk to experts in the field to discover what you can bring into your life to make you feel better mentally, physically, and spiritually. So get ready as the Happy Hippie Podcast guides you towards living your best life. Okay, I'm beyond excited for this episode today. We are going to be talking about the aspects of the defined feminine and how to bring that into your life more and how to find the balance of it. The cool thing about this episode is I feel like whenever people say the divine feminine, um, they automatically associate it with women but this isn't gender specific everybody has both energies there's divine feminine and masculine and again you can use different terms and words for them you might have heard of them um, as the phrase yin and yang it's like two different sides the duality of energies and having both qualities is what kind of gives you that nice balance you may have heard it represented as the sun and the moon the qualities that the sun brings and the qualities that the moon brings so you can use different words Um, they're basically qualities and traits of energies that can help bring your life into balance and steer you towards being more calm and relaxed and happier. So I'm going to go into a little bit about what the Divine Feminine is, um, feminine versus masculine energy and how everyone has both, I'll go into that a little bit more, and how our current society is actually built around masculine energy and why that kind of pushes us towards being really stressed and overwhelmed because we're leaning towards the side of the scale and the scale is tipping a little heavier in us so I'll explain that and then I'm going to go into how embodying the qualities of the divine feminine can bring more balance into our lives plus a few little tips to like lean into that feminine energy so again if you're listening to this episode I honestly assume most of my followers women are going to listen to this episode but I do want to like push this to the male audience as well because it's again talking about traits and qualities and things that you can do to be more compassionate and nurturing to yourself and everybody benefits from that just because of the label feminine it doesn't mean it's a girly thing and you know how it is sometimes with guys when they hear those words it kind of upsets them a bit because of the way society's been pushing you know masculine energy again but Again, I recommend if you know any guys that this episode when you're listening to, it could be anybody in your family, your brother or friend that you feel that they could use these tips to pass it along to them. Because again, it goes for both genders. It goes for every gender. It's just qualities and traits that you can implement into your life. And it's not going to be woo-woo this episode, I promise. It's pretty like factually based and just talking about, again, things that can bring more happiness into your life because that's what we cover on this show, don't we? So the point of this episode is to know more and get some knowledge and also just become aware of what qualities that we present. So just as I go through lists and the information today, just take notes and maybe take some time to internally reflect to see which side you find yourself leaning towards more or in different areas you might lean towards certain things more. So this type of energy manifests into tons of areas in your life, your passions, your career, your relationships, the way that you explore life. So you may find that maybe in your career you tend to have more masculine um, qualities, which I'm going to explain the definitions in a minute, Um, but you may find in relationships maybe you do pull back a bit and you're more of the feminine. In general, I find because society pushes us towards more of the masculine energy, I found that most of my life I honestly was in the masculine for a lot of things. Um, It's almost like taking charge and being in control and that kind of like pushing, pushing, go, 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 taking action is what masculine energy really is. And then um, feminine energy is more like 
sitting back, being tranquil and giving yourself compassion and receiving, being receptive and listening to intuition more than like the logic side of things. I'm going to give you a good definition, I promise, but that's kind of the gist of it. And I found that like in my careers and my relationships with like friends and family and even with like romantic partners, I was very like, go, 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 like pushing myself. Like if I don't take action, like nothing's going to happen type mentality. And there's a beauty in both sides. Nothing here is good or bad or right or wrong, but I'm just going to bring some qualities that maybe you have been struggling with and show you how to embody them and show you why it can bring more of a peace and a balance to your life because we've been taught to really like push and go, go, go. And sometimes the opposite is what we need. So again, it's almost about keeping that energy in balance. Both energies have certain qualities and sometimes we can lean into one energy heavier and it can create a bit of a power imbalance and make things harder for us because we're almost in a state of resistance. And anytime you're in a state of resistance, things are harder. So let's get into this. What is the divine feminine energy? So it's sometimes described as the yin energy, the yin quality. Um, it's a softer energy. It's associated with the moon. So lunar energy, it has a cycle. It's like 30 days. But basically the qualities of divine feminine energy, thinking about the qualities of mother earth, um, nurturing, loving, creation, it's about trusting your ability to receive and how to be receptive, trusting your intuitive side, what is calling and speaking to you from inside. So turning inside instead of turning outside for advice, like listening to yourself. It's soft, gentle, the energy of abundance, um, receiving, resting, forgiving, being very creative and sensual. And sensual, again, could be me, it means the savor. Like, it doesn't mean like sexual necessarily. It means like savoring things, whether that's food or smells and things. Uh, being compassionate, heart-centered. So not mind-centered. The masculine is like mind-centered. So following your heart, being accepting, kind. The quality of patience and the ability to listen, to care for life. So craving that listening to your body and your intuition over listening to logic and what other people say is what the qualities of divine feminine are there are tons of definitions of it i just wanted to give you bits and phrases and some words so you can kind of get the vibe of it the masculine was associated with the sun so more of a 24-hour cycle which is why they always say a masculine energy runs on like a 24-hour cycle and i said 30-day cycle for um feminine energy but actually it's 28 because 28 is how a menstrual cycle runs and the moon as well so they're linked up which is really interesting but back to masculine. Um, masculine qualities would be more about logic, being productive, uh, leadership, taking action, focusing, being efficient, um, doing, just getting things done. It's very mind-centered and very like controlling. Um, and again, not good or bad, these are just the qualities of that side of the scale, if you wanna think of this as a big scale. It's that get more done mindset and mostly like constantly being on a mission to achieve more, do more, get more. Um, linear thinking, that right side of the brain, structure. So you can see when I was saying earlier that society is in that masculine thinking, that masculine energy, that's what society and jobs and schools have pushed us to be. They want us to be productive. They want us to take action and be efficient, get things done, be on that mission and achieve more and more and more. And again, it can be good, but when we tip too far on that side of the scale, it could really bring us out of balance. So to break that down again, masculine energy is focused on doing and achieving and feminine energy is sinking into 
the vibration of receiving and not always taking the initiative and being open to letting things come to you, which can be a hard thing to do because again, we've been ingrained that like sitting back in certain ways isn't the way to do it because the world has taught us we have to go, we have to push, we have to do this, we have to make things happen, like snap, 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 hustle culture. Those qualities are the ones that are more valued in society like at the moment. And we have like an action-oriented society. So we feel bad sometimes if we're not productive. Um, you can find that in so many areas. If we skip a workout, if we're failing basically to do something, we have that guilt because we're not taking that action because it's been ingrained in us that like taking action and doing and pushing is the way that we have to be. And so embodying the qualities of the Divine Feminine can help us bring more balance into our lives. So I have a few tips, I think I have six tips, on how to lean into that feminine energy and to cultivate it and bring it back more into your life. I'll give you some journal questions at the end of the tips as well, but just try to be aware, maybe at the end of the episode, you can categorize different areas of your life, like career, race, uh, relationships, your connection with yourself, self-care, um, and just go through those lists and see where you're being a little bit more feminine, a little more, bit more masculine, or where you kind of want to balance the scales out. So tip number one is to reclaim your rest because sometimes we associate rest as being negative again because it's been ingrained in us to take action. Um, rest can be productive like in its own way. Remembering kind of that rest is a productive state and when you rest you give your body that nourishment and that time to actually get things done in the future because when you constantly go, go, go and you're spiraling and just never taking time to do something for you and go inward, then you end up get going into that like burnout cycle and really pushing yourself. So remembering that rest and doing nothing or whatever your form of rest is, is productive and it is important. Again, yin and yang. We need to give ourselves that rest so that we can be um, taking action in other ways, you know? Meditation is also a way to rest if you want to experience that. I have tons of guided meditations up on my YouTube and I will be doing some podcast episodes with just meditations. My last episode was actually about meditation and we did um, going into the science of meditation and everything about it. So if you want to check out that, there's a free five minute meditation at the end of episode three as well. I'm not just plugging it because it does tie into this episode. <laughs> like taking that time to meditate and let your body and mind truly de-stress is something that will guide you towards that feminine energy subconsciously. Another thing we should be doing, um, or just not doing, <laughs> see I'm using, I'm using those words because it's so easy to use them. Um, but finding a way to practice compassion and eliminating the guilt that you feel when you rest, I know it's hard to do. And it's easier said than done. And I ebb and flow with it. I've gotten so much better with it in the past two years or so just by leaning into this feminine side a little bit more. But remember that you show up in your body in different ways, especially men and women, but women who are on cycles, like when you're on your period, there's certain times where your body is calling you to rest. It's calling you to go inward. That's why you're feeling sluggish and there's nothing wrong with that. Like we go through phases and the same with anybody when you're sick, when you need to take time off instead of pushing yourself and being like, no, I can work through it. Like your body is speaking to you. And that's kind of what the intuition is again, if you bring back intuition, it's listening to your body and taking the time to be compassionate and not feeling guilty for not doing things, for skipping a day of work, for not showing up in your workout for, and again, I hate saying that phrase, but that's what the mind will think. 
um, when you need that rest day, when you need time not to, you know, do high intensity interval training because you've got a runny nose and like you should be resting. But part of your brain want, wants to make you feel bad for not taking action. So leaning into that side of that side of compassion and letting yourself take that rest is something that is so important. Um, same thing with not beating yourself up for decisions that you make or decisions that you don't make. Giving yourself that space and that compassion to truly rest is something that will help you nurture that feminine side. And it also just eases up like tension and pain in your heart and your mind and helps lower your stress. Tip, tip number two is to be gentle with yourself, to work on your self-talk and compassion. It literally ties into the rest that I just was telling you. Um, one of the biggest components of self-love is self-compassion. And compassion is the love language of the divine feminine. It's giving yourself that knowing that every, like you're, if you want to get a little spiritual with it, that everything about you is perfect. Like you come from nature, you are already whole as you are. And when you give yourself self-care and when you take care of yourself and have compassion and grace with your words to yourself, you're reminding yourself of that subconsciously. So you're taking that time to show yourself like, yes, I am important. I am my own self. I love myself. And the time that I'm taking to rest and the time that I'm taking the words I use with myself are important. You can practice affirmations. Um, there's tons of different to topics on self-love. I just posted the other day on my Instagram a few of my favorite self-love books. Um, if you go to my books highlight, I literally have one story and it's that, so you can just click on it to read. But there are a few books that I would definitely recommend reading. My favorite self-love author is Louise Hay, and You Can Heal Your Life is the like the Bible of self-love and it breaks these terms down a little bit better and also gives you some step-by-step -step guidance on how to implement these things because I know I can just be like, love yourself and <laughs> you're not gonna do that. So check out those books. I feel like they'd be a very good guide. Third tip would be to follow your passions and follow any urge for creativity and creative endeavors. I feel like that was such a long sentence, but basically follow your passions and follow any creative endeavors that your heart is calling you to do. The female energy or the feminine, think about the chakra it's located in. It's the sacral chakra, which is the orange orb, which is kind of right by above your root chakra. It would be where kind of your uterus is and all that good stuff. Um, it's the area of creation. So when you think of feminine and when you think of mother nature, she creates, she brings life out into the world, that abundance energy. And you have that creative ability as well. And creativity manifests in different ways for different people. So maybe you're musically inclined, maybe you do like to physically create art, but you might be creative in other ways like organizing stuff for you might be a way of creating cleaning your room and putting things in different ways and playing around with organizing colors or even if you're like some people enjoy making spreadsheets no judgment to y'all it's not my cup of tea I don't even know how to use excel properly but I know some people like love color code like adding in different elements of creativity if you maybe you could do a meditation on it or journal ways as a child that you like to be creative. I bring this up a lot in my episodes. I feel like in the manifestation um, meditation episode I just did, I spoke about this and even in my top 10 lessons, which was my first episode, I bought this to play. But really finding time to just create, create something. Is it words for you? Is it poetry? Is it writing? Is it expression of art in the physical form, digital art? It could even be a fun app that you like to play and create things on. You can make collages, Pinterest boards, anything to you that you're creating something, you're bringing forth something from quote unquote nothing. That's what 
the female energy is. That's what it embodies. So finding fun ways to do that. You don't have to be good at any of these things, just saying. You can try them out. Um, I've been playing with watercolor here and I hate, <laughs> I was never good at watercolor. And I think I hated it because it was an area that I didn't just naturally excel in. And there's other areas of art that came naturally to me and I other mediums I really like to use. So I kind of made myself play with watercolor here. And like some of the things came out really cool, but even if they didn't come out cool, I had a good time mixing the colors and playing around with it. So embody that creative side, take some time to think about what you like to do as a kid and bring that back into your life. There's a reason that you were drawn to it. It goes back to following that intuition. Tip number four will be to get into nature. So nature, again, mother nature, nature is a reminder of your truth, of that divine perfection, because you came from nature and you can see the beauty and perfection and wholeness in different aspects of nature. You can notice the cycles that are in nature, how things have a lifespan, and you can see the cycles almost represented in you. How fruit has, it's it starts from a seed and it goes into like, a different version of itself and then there's times where the fruit falls from the tree and then there's times where people savor the fruit and then there's times where the fruit rots there's just different the duality of different things the good and bad quote unquote the ebbs and flows you can see it manifesting in nature you can notice patterns and cycles we have a 20 day 8 cycle as women and you can see that in plants and nature and animals and just putting yourself in nature in general it helps you find inspiration if you want to try grounding yourself and walking barefoot in the grass, spend time, even if it's just in your backyard or like a patch outside your house, something that you can find time to ground yourself in. Just do a meditation in nature, maybe read a book outside. Just adding that element of nature, especially back back in New York, I know the weather is starting to get a little bit warmer once we get out of February here. So if you can get yourself out on that walk or spend a few moments in nature, it, it kind of grounds you and reminds you of what really is important and what isn't. All right, moving on to tip number five, listening to your intuition. So I'm going to go into this a little bit more in this section. Think about, I don't know, like we've all heard the idea that women have intuition or the phrase quote unquote mother's intuition. Every human has intuition, but it's associated again with that feminine quality. It's about going within and tuning in to kind of see where you're at. So Think about not going outward for information, but rather receiving it from within, getting quiet with yourself and listening to what your heart, I, I want to say heart, but just what your soul already knows. Because sometimes there's reasons why you have these knowings and your body knows things and your mind knows things. And sometimes we use the logic mind a little bit too much. We try to choose from our head rather than what our body's already telling us. Example could be again going back to exercise when your body's down you may be getting a cold and you may not even know But your body already knows this and it's telling you it's not feeling the best and it doesn't want to go for a workout But your logic is pushing through and being like no 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 like I'm gonna go I'm gonna get this done and then you end up doing something that's gonna actually damage you in the long run So it's taking that time to almost pause I would say the bit of advice in this section would be to pause and listen to your intuition feeling um, before making decisions and intuition is different from anxiety. If you feel sometimes, it won't feel the same as anxiety. You won't have the same constrictions in your body and that tension when you're choosing from a place of anxiety versus choosing from a place of intuition. So if it feels like anxiety is probably anxiety, if it doesn't, then that's your intuition speaking to you. If you just need a little clarity on that. It takes time, just like everything that I talk about in these episodes, I think like meditation takes time to build a small practice. And the same with using your intuition or getting creative with things. So writing these tips down and 
Taking them in small little bite-sized pieces and sprinkling them into your life will be beneficial for you. Okay, number six is prioritizing me time. Basically, making time for yourself. It's a form of self-care. Um, I've seen it more in other people and me in the past. And since I've started actually like putting si time aside to do these things for myself, as small as reading a book before bed or doing my skincare or anything like that, it's fighting the idea that productivity is where your value is making the time to put things aside so thinking about like don't cancel on yourself if you have an idea like oh i'm gonna sit down and relax tonight but then it gets closer to that time and you're like oh i have to do laundry i have to do some more work really set aside and carve this time out each day to have time for yourself slowly but surely this will help bring you closer to that feminine energy and also just let you let your body let your mind relax so finding time to set aside to it could be tv for you you can watch a tv episode make a cup of tea anything it could be the creative stuff that you can spend 15 minutes to an hour on to cultivate some me time some self-care of any sort put it into your day if it means waking up 10 minutes earlier so that you can journal a little bit or so that you could do a gua sha, like a facial massage or anything. Even on a larger scale, maybe once a month you want to book a massage or something. Just making sure you really make the time, just like you do with tasks, to, to do something good for yourself. So carving that time out each day to actually take care of yourself. Because again, it goes back to that compassion, that self-talk, that love, nurturing our body, like showing ourselves that we really do care for ourselves with actions and not just words, not just thoughts, not, oh yeah, I love myself, but actually getting a physical action into the world back to yourself to show your body that you do and have that compassion for your, your being. Practice not taking initiative or forcing and controlling something to happen. You can see this manifest in the different areas in your life, relationships, career, things like that. So like finding a balance, sometimes taking the leap is an important quality, but notice if you start to feel that you have to make things happen or you have to reach out first, you have to start or initiate something. When you start feeding into that logic, go, go, go mind, maybe take a step back, take a deep breath, pause, notice if you're embodying that quality in lots of areas of your life or, or not. I noticed in my life basically, if, um, I did that a lot with relationships, whether it be friends or romantic. Like I felt like I always had to do something. Like I was always like tense. I always had to like make the first leap, reach out to this person. Oh, this guy didn't answer me back. I have to message him again. Ugh. Tragic. But I used to think like that a lot when I was younger and I noticed it rolling over into different areas of my life as well. So maybe just take note if you see those patterns coming up and practice maybe not taking the initiative every now and then, stepping into that receiving receptive energy and truly just like letting yourself relax because it'll help you in so many ways, mentally, physically. Other people can feel that energy when you're really needy and going for it. It could be like in any area, but by releasing and just letting things happen and not forcing, not trying to put yourself somewhere. If you have friends that are not like inviting you out and you're reaching out to them and you're like, oh, and like making those moves to like go, 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 like sit back and you'll actually notice things start to come to you a little bit more. They truly do. When you embody that self-care and your passions and things that you want to focus on, things will come to you. Um, I have a few journal prompts that I want to end on. I'll also type them out in the description. So if you want to see them in the physical form, they'll be there for you. But here are four journal prompts to help you lean into that feminine energy. So number one would be, how do I envision my future self? 
just take note of words, anything that comes to you. It could be stream of consciousness writing. Just notice. The second one would be, how can I connect to my creativity? The third one is, what soothes my soul? And finally, what aspect of my feminine energy could I work on healing? So that could be relationships, career, this, that. Just try to find the area where you feel you exemplify it the most. That is it for me on this episode. Um, I am really excited to be putting this one out. Please let me know what you think. If you listen to this episode, share it on your story so that I can share it because I get so excited seeing who listened, who tuned in. If you have any questions, we can open up a discussion on my Instagram about this topic as well. And I can dive into it a little bit more. There's shadow sides of the feminine and tons more I could talk about. But these are just some basic tips that I feel like could really you can really implement them. They're real and yeah thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you next week